Not. And, and that's what you get for capping so much. I did it. You I said it was so much for it Jack was Carla. Good. It was a good album. It's a good sure. album. It was a good album. Mm-hmm. Good music is good music. Okay. That's what we're here for. We are. So I don't feel sh- uh, bad about that. I don't think you should. And that's not what it sounded like when you started. <laughs> but now, look, I don't, I don't not hate, I don't hate the individual at even all. Even not, I don't hate anybody. Not even twenty four hours after I told you, Mister White Man, that I was watching yours. Man. You had to go on and bring brandy into it, of all of the blackest things that you could have not done. You went and got one of the blackest involved. I I know that they you didn't. They asked you. No, the they question. set him up. But but um but India Ari she was she said she said okay. what are you doing? And I feel like and you know what I feel like they set him up for that because mm. they fig- they were like let's test. And see how, and see well, he what ha- he really you knows. Gotta, you got to be ready for that. As a white rapper coming into the game, going into hip hop places, you got to be ready for that. Of course, they're going to test That's you. That's a fact. Of course. Of course. And I'm also not so upset with Jack Harlow because the generation he grew up with, he grew up in. Did he know that Ray J was Brandy's brother? He might have never heard, wait a minute. He might have never seen Moesha. Jack Harlow. You don't know Khalil, but Jack Harlow, when he first came out, did not look yeah, like how he looked at now. I understand. Like, Jack Harlow got a rebrand, I believe, like in 20, like end of 2020, early 2021. I understand. When he started going to a black barber. <laughs> Shaping <laughs> him up right all. Okay, Whenever exactly. the white people start mm-hmm. finding a black barber who shaped them edges up mm-hmm. right. Got Get that, that line right. Oh, exactly. they find that's exactly. when they cross over. That's when he started talking about like how he talks now. Oh, he didn't that's sound the like that before. Of the crossover. Right, exactly. So to set him up like that, that was wrong and that was foul. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. but it is what it is. I'm glad he just took it and oh. he took it lightly. You know, he wasn't so like upset about the fact that he didn't know that Ray J and Brandy were brother and sister, and he didn't know this, who sang "Angel in Disguise." Right. You can't get mad at 2,000 babies. He was born 2,000, right? I think. Whatever. 2000, 2017? When, when was he born? 2005? I Something like that. So, I think <laughs> so you can't get so mad at him that he didn't know Angel in Disguise. Brandy like, was around then. Y'all always Brandy kept... Brandy Y'all always... Y'all, I, I didn't listen at the time, but y'all always go hard for um, Full Moon. Mm-hmm. That was around that time. Then he wanted to talk about the Kanye and Brandy collaboration the first one was on her next album aphrodisiac talk about our love mm-hmm. actually that's a lie the first one was on bring me down no 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 talk about aphrodisiac was 2004 late registration was 2005 okay you're right you're right but still he didn't really know so you know well you <laughs> i will i hope well, I hope you listen to the On The Way podcast, Mr. Harlow, where we can fill you in on all the latest music, news, and everything related. You ready? I will not be filling your, satisfying your whiteness with my blackness and educating you. Oh, I didn't say that was the point. That. I said you could just listen oh, okay. along. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can do that. education with everybody else. You could do that. You ready? Yep. <laughs> Let's start the show. I've been... I've been working all night, now I need to hear you call my name Where you at? On the way, how far? 
on the way. Poppin', poppin' on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been going all day and now. Welcome back to another episode of the On the Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to Greece this summer. (laughs) You don't know how long... I've been listening to one of my best friends talk about going home every summer to Greece. Damn you, slave trade. Damn you. Oh, my God. Damn you. And um, you always just seen the pictures of that water, you know? It's so clear and blue. You ever seen them pictures? I did. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm not going to Greece. So what am I excited for? <laughs> Y'all are leaving me. Uh, you, I guess you could come. I'm not you, <laughs> you don't know Alex. So. I'm not invited. Be kind of weird. I'm not invited. Hey, <laughs> hey uh, I'm just here for emotional support. <laughs> you can listen to this podcast on the way to completing your final presentation of the course. Amen. Yes. Finally. But either way. Anyway, this is the On The Way podcast, Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie V. Jones, Mm -hmm. how are you? Feeling really blessed, happy to be here, alive in this space, Khalil. Amen. Um, It's been a week full of productivity, challenges, and nothing that God wouldn't put me through that I could not overcome. Come on, Lord. Come on. Come on, Jesus. Come on. Oh, you went deep. Oh, you went deep. I went too deep. I got to come back a little bit. (laughs) No. He said, don't say the J name. Uh, I didn't say don't say it at all. I, I said, he go said, ahead. Say, he said, he said, don't say the J I name. said, go ahead. He said, you ain't never used that. Call on him. <laughs> He's not answering Yes, he is. Me. Yes, he will. He's not answering Yes, me. he will. <clears throat> God can Mm-mm. and he will. Mm-mm. The only time he will <laughs> is if I, <laughs> I'm going to be one of those people who are just like, like crying, walking to the altar, like in the middle of somebody's service. I, I low-key hate that. Like, those people who, you like... You fear what you're going to become. You better be careful. You better take it in doses. That's what. That's the people who... Those are the people who reject religion or, or Christ yeah. their whole life, and then Mm-mm. they'd be like, Mm-mm. I'm and so then, sorry! And then you come to the altar in the middle of somebody's service, and yeah, it's like, be, yes, yes, come to the... Like, I got to join this congregation? I mean, however he comes <laughs> to you, you know? I'd be like, take it in doses, so Man, you don't have to... After church, I want me to join, for real? <laughs> I thought this was just a moment. I was actually going to leave. I had to stay for the sermon. <laughs> I was just wrapping up. I was, oh. Bible studies on what day? Oh. I'm busy, actually. And now you're stuck. <laughs> now you're stuck. <laughs> for years. Ugh. I mean, yay. No, no. The important thing is you got what you came for. I guess. Yeah. Amen. But yeah, I'm just want. still feeling really great. Um, blessed and happy to be alive and here. I have no complaints. I went back on uh, minimalizing my complaints that I've, I, I I started off the year like that and Amen. I did it for like a good like month and a half yeah. and then winter and it's weather just like brought complaints out of me. Oh. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? And, and why is it icy rain? Like, 
But you know, you love hate the cold. And I hate it. Love the heat. Exactly. May has brought on the heat, brought on the humidity, and brought on the weather that I've been asking for. Summer's not here yet, but it's coming. It's coming. You feel and it? I am. Yes, I do. And I'm I'm definitely going to be outside. How are you, Khalil? Great, because this is my favorite time of the summer before it began right here in this kind of weather where it's <coughs> where it's not too cold mm-hmm. and not too hot right before I have to put in my air conditioner and lose the view. Oh, I love both windows. I'm going to have to lose the view soon so air I can stay cool. Um, if you don't clean them, I've learned. Yes, <laughs> yes, they do. They will. You'll be wondering why. And last year's dust will pop in to say hi. Look, that takes a lot of work. <laughs> it doesn't, though. You just got to scrape the grates. That's what you got to pull it out and scrape it. Niggas don't feel like doing that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Broke my little heart. Broke my little heart that HBO canceled Betty. There will be not. There won't be a season three of Betty. Did you ever watch Betty? Who the hell is <laughs> oh, it was, the, it was the show about. Oh, the, with the with the girt with the, the the skater the skater girls. Yeah, she's like nerdy. Yeah, I've seen a picture. The black skater girl. <gasps> oh, my show, Betty. Why was I thinking of that ABC show? I, I, you think about Ugly Betty? Yes, yeah, and that's no. why I was like, who the hell is? <clears throat> no, but Betty. No, they canceled it. It's not coming back. I was like, where is it? Should I didn't it be know on you by watched now? That. I thought I, I thought only me and my niece watched. I that. love Betty. I loved this in season one. Season one and season two. I was like, they this is great. real. This Camille is really good. Camille and all the, everybody. It's, They're not bringing it back? Who told you that? I looked it up. I was like, where's Betty? I looked it up. They said HBO canceled it. No. I it's because y'all wasn't believing. That's why. <coughs> Broke y'all my little see, heart. Y'all didn't see the skater vision. It was great. I they didn't have any plans for the day. And that's what, <laughs> and that's what made it great. <laughs> that's what made it great. That's what made it great. For like the young age. That's what's going. That yeah. was. Whenever HBO reflects life in New York City, well, they always cancel it. How to make it in America, block it. Uh, anyway. Right. Um, still having a great time on WWE 2K22. Still having a great time. Great game. I can't believe you made it at the end of my PlayStation 4 experience, but great game. Uh, we talked about Jack Harlow. I don't even know <clears throat> what angle to approach or how to speak non-emotionally or in a controlled way about Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So all I can say is condolences to the families. Right. And so I, I can't I can't imagine and I'm Yeah, I don't even want to bring light to the, no, the terrorist name. Oh, let's not even. Yeah. But condolences to the lives that were lost. <sighs> um, and a scary feeling and Man, there's so many discussions and actions that need to be taken place so that things so like that this won't happen again in the future. We can go to the grocery store. Exactly. In our neighborhood. Exactly. But there seems to be more discussion around a slap between actors, which probably could have been acting. Probably could have been acting. Who knows? Right. right. Wasn't that there's everywhere? More dis- right. 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 That was That's still everywhere to this day. Right. Wanda Sykes still talking about it. But yet, when it comes to this, what? I don't care. But yet, when it comes to this, a lot of celebrities are just like, hush, and mom's the word. Yeah. So. So. All right, you ready? Yep. Let's get into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. The weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. It's the weekly playlist, baby. 
To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every week. This week, we've got Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar. No Longer in the Suburbs by Dylan Sinclair. Red Balloon by Tank and the Bangers. And the Hopeful Cynic EP by Farrah Fox. This week for my first album, I had Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar, who's from Compton, California, and this is his fifth studio album. Some of the producers and uh, contributors on this project were Soundwave, Tim Maxey, Baby Keem, Boy Wonder, Thundercat, Dahi, The Alchemist, uh, Bikan, JLBS, or is that J Pounds? I'm not sure. DJ Khalil, no relation, and Pharrell. Some of the features on here were Blast, Amando Reefer, or Rafer, Sampha, Taylor Page, the actress Taylor Page, acting her ass off, uh, Summer Walker, Ghostface Killer, Kodak Black, Baby Keem, Sam Du, Canna Leone, and Beth Gibbons. <clears throat> okay, so I think if you're looking for, we're talking about it earlier, there's been like a lot of mixed feelings about this project, right. I think. And we were saying that we think it kind of went over a lot of people's heads. Right, and I also feel like my opinion comes from a biased place. And and that's fine. I think that if you're if you're looking for if you're looking for an album just to bob your head and catch a vibe from the beat, this is not your album. Um, it has those things. It does. But it's best if you give in my opinion, I think it's best if you give it your listening ear. Um, and you can really hear all the things that Kendrick that Kendrick is talking about that he's gone through over the last five years in those beats in that music it's all there right you just have to listen he addresses a lot um specifically how we look to him and other prominent rappers of our time like they're our saviors and he's clearly and plainly telling us in this project um that he is not that right and also that he has problems too um it's and it sounds like he's been in therapy who knows when it started? It sounds like he's been in therapy and he's letting us inside. Kendrick made you think about it, but he is not your savior. Cole made you feel empowered, but he is not your savior. Future said get a money counter, but he is not your savior. Ron made you give his flowers, but he is not your savior. He is not your savior. Mr. Morrell, give me high five. Two times in the co-defendant, judging my life. Backpedaler, what they say you do to cha-cha. I'ma stand on it. Six five from five five. Fun fact, I ain't taking shit back. Like it when they pro-black, but I'm more caught at black. Tell me where the money at, ayy. Where the homies at, universal call out. I can remember only that, ayy. CC, wait a minute. Ben Aki, Ben Aki, c'est la vie, c'est la vie. I tell the whole truth from A to Z, ayy. Show me you real, show me that you bleed, ayy. Crackers. I seen niggas arguing about who's blacker. Even blacked out screens and called it solidarity. Meditating in silence makes you wanna tell on me. Bitch, are you happy for me? Millie, are you happy for me? Smile on my face, but are you happy for me? Yeah, I'm out the way. Are you happy for me?
Are you happy for me? I feel like whenever I hear a Kendrick project, I have to dissect it more than once. And I felt this uh, way. Yeah, I had to listen the, to this a couple times this from week. From Section 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which still took me like a good year to even really process everything that was going on. Because oh, yeah. it's poetry. Yeah. And it's it goes beyond just what you hear, what rhymes. You have to think twice and think like, did he just mean something that he didn't actually say, but he actually said it? Right. Um, so with this album, I definitely did not really t- pay attention to other critiques or opinions about it. I listened unbiasedly. I let it play. I looked at the tracks to see like what the names were, and I just let my ears do the talking. I mm-hmm. have not stopped playing this album. Mm-hmm. I felt like the production was amazing. I felt like Kendrick was not only telling a story, but he de- he dove really deep into his wrongs and what he's working through and what he worked through and his experiences. So it was an 18-song album, two discs, uh, one called Mr. Morale, the other called The High Steppers. started off with, I'm sorry, uh, the other called the, uh, Mr. the Big Steppers, the other called The Big Steppers. He started off the project with some of my favorite songs. He started off the project with United in Grief, which lets you know immediately that he's on something different. It starts with spoken word and just a piano, him and another voice. And it's just spoken word and a piano, like the beginning to a a play, Mm -hmm. like the beginning to a musical. It sounds like you already know this is about to be a theatrical experience. Exactly. I love Die Hard featuring Blast and Amanda Rafer, a reefer. Um, Shout out to Blast being on Kendrick's album. Right. I mean, I know it's a Cali thing, but wow, Blast is Blast is everywhere. He's you, OG. You compared him to um to Ty Dolla Sign, and they would be a good pair. Like I like I, I like to coming. see them on tour together. Like see Blast open for Ty or something like it's that. Coming. That'd be dope. Um, it's one of Die Hard is definitely one of the more grooving tracks on the project, and it feels like it's gonna, it's one of those ones you hear when you're out in the summer, and they they um it can even turn it into a dance record. I think mm-hmm. it feels like when you groove to it, you should have a cup in your hand, though, for sure. Exactly. Um, those records are on here. Crown, that's one of those self reckoning records that you're talking about, where he talks about his wrongs, and he admits that I can't please everybody. He says, "Heavy is the head that chose that chose to wear the crown." That's a big distinction. Heavy is the people here. Heavy is the head that wears the crown, true. But there's also if you, a choice to do it, too. Heavy yeah. is the head that chose to wear the crown, to whom it is given much is required now. Love going to get you killed. Mm. Um, it's like, you know, you can't be everything to everybody. And he recognizes that. Mother I Sober, that's one of those breaking generational curse kind of songs. Music. He had a few of those. He said that at the end of the album. It talks about how his family always asked if he was sexually abused by one of his family members, and he always t- kept telling them no, but they didn't believe him because it happened to one of them, so they were always extra protective. Um, he's famous now, but he still feels uneasy. Silent Hill featuring Kodak Black. Ooh. Kendrick, Kendrick forced me to listen Ooh, to Kodak Black throughout a it. whole album, I loved it. and I didn't complain. Loved it. It only took Kendrick to do that. R- the rich interlude, Kodak Black with the whole spoken word. I didn't even know that he was. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know Kodak. I didn't say that. Oh. I didn't know that that was him at first. It took me on the third listen of the album. Like, oh, that's Kodak. Mm-hmm. I understood every word that he was saying, and exactly. he was he was deep. He was elevated. He was talking that rich shit. Um, he was introspective. 
he was talking about giving respect to his OGs, that it wouldn't be no him without them. Exactly. Um, Auntie Diaries. There's some controversy over that from the LGBTQ community that I think everybody can feel how they feel. He addressed a lot of things on that song. He specifically talked about um, how he dresses during um, the damn tour when he used to uh, he used to go through white girls and he was having sex with a lot of white girls on stage. Yeah. Um, oh no no he, he he I'm sorry during the damn tour when he brought the white girl on stage and she rapped a word she rapped nigger um, from one of his songs when he gave her the mic and the controversy that that caused it did he did we cry together whoo we uh, cry together oh my what first an experience of all, what an experience I cannot relate second <laughs> of all <laughs> please I'm not I don't I, will never I don't be know in my that ministry. I don't know that like, fuck you nigga Never, never been there. and I will never speak to you ever again. We're not ending in sex. Stress kills. No, I don't know what that's about. But that's a lot of y'all relationships. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like there was realness behind that. Taylor Page, with they, <laughs> she executed very well. Somebody said it was like a raspy Chucky Fenster. <laughs> she brought in a lot of emotion uh-huh. um, with her lyrics and with the back and forth between her and Kendrick. I just felt it all through. Like, I felt spit flying through her mouth while she was cursing her yeah. mouth through that whole in- entire Before I song. even knew who she was, I had to look it up and say, oh, it's her. But I just felt oh, it Oh, as soon as I saw Taylor Page, I was like, oh, from hit the floor. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> World by Steppers, that's where he talks about all the white women that he had sex with and the feeling of satisfaction that it gave him, feeling like he was getting reali- getting retaliation for his ancestors. Mm-hmm. And his, his girlfriend, his partner Whitney had to ask him if he had a problem right so, do you have a problem right <laughs> Mr. Morale sounds like some Mr. Morale sounds like something from the Black Panther album it does it does it gave me a lot of a lot of that and mm-hmm. I was like okay so I have that's the thing with when you're listening to a new album mm-hmm. after so long yeah all you have to compare it is to what the, the, the last the thing. old work yeah yeah so I was like, he did give me some of that, mm-hmm. um, even though I didn't ask for it. I was ready for Kendrick to do whatever, whatever on this. Whatever he want to give us. Purple Hearts. That, Beautiful. before that song starts, that stop, there's tap dance, and then that stop tap dancing around the conversation into the beat drop mm-hmm. with summer with a Summer Walker and Ghost Face feature. That will be legendary. Beautiful track. Oh, he said, shut up when you hear love talking. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Oh boy, Father Time. It was a deep dive into why he is, uh, why he is the way he is, based on how he was raised. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mirror, I choose me. I'm sorry. I think that's the essence of the whole album. Um, it just made me want to go. That song made me want to go and create music. The way that the sim, the simplicity of the bass and the synths, it had me immediately. And then Kendrick is also singing. Kendrick singing. I love when Kendrick sings. It was great. It was, I thought it was an awesome project. My one of my favorites, and which will I will always run back is Rich Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Stop playing with me before I turn you to a song. Rich Spirit has so much like, like umph to it. Like I just I, I run that shit back every single time. Mm. Love that. And ninety five also has visuals that's out. And ninety five, yeah, yeah. Um, and hopefully we'll get a tour. We'll get tickets to the tour. <coughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to be there. I don't know why I'm fighting saying we'll see. I will be right there. For my first project this week, I had the EP No Longer in the Suburbs by Dylan Sinclair. He's an R&B singer from Toronto who's been releasing music since 2020. His first album, Proverb, had over a million streams and even won him a Juno nomination for 20 in 2021 for traditional R&B recording of the year. This EP has production from Zach Simmons. 
Um, he is Daniel Caesar's younger brother, actually, and they all grew up together. I am so glad that I clicked on No Longer in the Suburbs. Like, I love when I find gems in Apple Music. And I'm like, I've never heard of this artist. I never heard of this, but let's give it a try. And it's whenever I say that and I click play, it's like, damn, this is good. Dylan's vocals are subtle, comforting, and easy. I love, 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 love Lifetime, which is also his favorite song on the EP. to hit the falsetto when needed. Um, suppressed accountability and understanding with its lyrics. Um, I'm in it switches up tempo towards the chorus, and I enjoyed it. It was such a fun track. It reminded me of like a 2000s Craig David record. Um, and I also enjoyed If You Feel Like Leaving Me, which was a great outro for this EP. Um, I feel like Dylan Sinclair is very talented. He's only 20 years old. And he's killing it. Like, I got to go back and listen to his first album and just catch myself up. But I'm excited for, mu- for his music. Word. This week for my second project, I had Red Balloon by Tank and the Bangers, who are from New Orleans, Louisiana. They're a band, and this is their third studio album. The producers on here and the contributors were, uh, some of them were Tank and the Bangers, Joshua Jackson, Jeff Giddy, Biako, I think this is black, B-L-V-K. Child, I don't know, and I don't know why I keep doing that. Like, <laughs> y'all don't like the spelling in the, in the show. <laughs> What's wrong with black? What's wrong with just black? <laughs> why do we have to change up black? Why we have to change up black, <laughs> but white stays the way it is? <laughs> well, I call it Y-T. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Yes. Peter Cottontail and Al the Builder. The features on here were Wayne Brady, who was on the intro and he kind of acted as like the DJ throughout the whole album. It was cool. Just getting himself away. He said, is Wayne Brady, he said, is Wayne Brady going to have to? Well, the only way you're going to know is to listen to T-A-N-K records. I like oh, that. Yeah. He's never going to let that go. And <laughs> yeah, I, look, I would do the same thing. Ride until you can. Ride it till it, right. <laughs> uh, the Tones, Jamison Ross, Georgia Ann Muldrow, Trombone Shorty, Rachel Robinson, Jacob Collier, Big Frida, and Layla Hathaway. Oh, what a lineup. What a lineup. Some of my favorite songs on here were definitely No ID, which was great. <laughs> You're going to need a ID if you want to get inside me. That's what she said. That's consent. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> right? Um, Cafe Dumont. Oh, and the fact that they're also from New Orleans made it so much better. It makes me want to go straight back to New Orleans now. Now. Especially because when I went because when I went with the people that I went with, like I said before, I didn't get to go to Cafe Dumont or half of the other food places I was trying to get to the last time. Mm, so, that's the worst. Oh my god. And then 
Why try? Oh, that's like this beautiful summer day 70s groove. And her voice is velvety on that record. And the instrumentation and the harmonies fill your soul, man. It was perfect. Take me his way. Love this project. My second EP this week, I had The Hopeful Cynic by Farrah Fox. She is a rapper, singer, and songwriter, and she draws inspirations from Tina Marie, Fleetwood Mac, and Missy Elliott. She's from Virginia, and she has such an eclectic and creative style. This is the first time I've ever heard of Farrah, and I really like her. I love her raspy vocals when she raps and adds like a little umph and flavor to her lyrics. Slaps was the intro to this EP, and you know I love to cuss. So fuck out my face. <laughs> I can't breathe. I can't be around you. Felt that in my Shonda. self-motivating tracks like what you would listen to right after someone has doubted your abilities to to get something done you know um i also enjoyed dollar bamboos and heartbreak hall of fame i've i've i'm really surprised that i haven't heard of farrah because she's been on um netflix's show grand army that got canceled love that show her music's been on there and her music's been on um hbo's insecure So I have to just go back and really, you know, listen again. But I'm excited that I finally got to press play on Farrah Fox. This week, our honorable mentions are the singles Don't Love Me by Neo, Too Much by Mark Ronson featuring Lucky Day, and Last Last by Burner Boy. Nothing to discuss, oh, cause I think when by default and without any doubt, oh, I'm a me happy adult, oh, I no go feed the girl, I no go feed the girl is out, oh, I'm a mind as you be talk, oh, I put my life into my job and I know I'm in trouble, she manipulate my love, oh, mm, I know. And now it's time for Music News. What happened this week, Khalil? Well, this week, Lizzo announced that she has a documentary coming out in the fall on HBO Max. I love Lizzo. Um, She said some of the things that it'll feature are the journey that she created, her journey from uh, her last album, Because I Love You, to her world tour, and um, her falling in and out of love, and then creating her her, her latest album, which is called Special. And yeah. She said, she specifically said, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. And hopefully I can inspire young creatives to keep going. 
And that's what's up. Honestly, I think Lizzo is an inspiration, especially for the demographic that she really caters to. Mm-hmm. Um, Self-love, positive love. I've always loved Lizzo since the first time I've ever heard of heard her because she's talented. She sings very well. Mm-hmm. That mic is always on, always. whether it's up close or far. And I just love her positive attitude, like, every single time. Like, I just love it. I love her energy when she performs. And I'm excited to see this documentary. Also, I like documentaries because it takes you a little bit deeper into the artist that you think you know, but you really don't know. It reminds you that people are just human. I like all documentaries that come through the streaming services that I pay for. So I will be right there, Lizzo. (laughs) Okay. This past weekend, we had the Billboard 2022 Music Awards. Oh. Hosted by Love. Let me tell love. you about. Love. Oh, love. Let me. Love. Oh, love. We, love, love, love. Love, love, love. Love, love, love. <laughs> Let me tell you about about brother Love, boy. I love that. I will always love Love. Oh, no matter you say what you want, but that's a brother who knows how to put on a show. He did a boy. really good job hosting. Hosted, pro- executive produced. Oh, we've never forgot that. Performed. Yeah. Oh, kicked it off. Kicked it off performing. And to a song I never even heard. But I was but I've heard. Mm-hmm. Now you know how I feel about Last Train to Paris, which was about ten years ago. Plus right. I've heard Diddy is working on a new album. Yes. I said he did mention Diddy, that. is this from the new album? Because I love it. Mm-hmm. Yo, Beyonce kicked off like having media and all like that and and moving stage and like graphics and all like that on your stage with your performance on the billboard performance she did like in two and when four came out when she got the lifetime mm-hmm. achievement award remember she did that joint yes this was like it's now become the norm i think and to see it again on billboard with diddy doing it Oh my gosh! That he, is the only reason I watched this. He was still just moving like it was like ninety nine, boy. He's looking at me just doing. It's because his... of the spirit that 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 he presents to us oh. and how he shows that you just have to be happy, grateful for life. Oh, if I was a billionaire, I would be the same exact way. He started off talking about how uh, he was. He he started out. He uh, did started out the award show. After he performed, he came and greeted the crowd. He was still out of breath. He was like, I don't know why I decided to do all this, but. I just want to let y'all know. He was like, listen, I come to award shows and I hate them because of the people who are at the award shows. Mm-hmm. They look rehearsed. It looks boring. He said, we not having that tonight. Right. And he did immediately got the crowd engaged. Immediately they started cheering. Because he's an entertainer. He immediately did that call and response. Told them to turn the teleprompter off and just went off the dome. Because oh. he's an entertainer. Um, I'm so glad we were alive in the Diddy era. Exactly. We had a phenomenal performance by a few artists, such as Megan Thee Stallion. She performed Plan B, um, which I... Killed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, love that song. Yeah. Uh, loved her performance, as well as Lotto's, which was Lotto really, really was good. great. I was kind of hoping she was going to bring out Mariah, but she said we would have known no, if that would have happened. we would have known, and it would have been mentioned. But it was, like, it was still a fly performance. ASAP. It was amazing. Travis Scott came back, performed Mafia, and lost forever. Um, welcome back, Travis. It was an interesting performance and set. 
there was artistry there. And that's all I really have to say. Mafia wasn't, when he dropped Mafia, um, that was right before the tour dropped. And I was like, mm, the song's okay. And then seeing it performed, I was still like, mm, the song's okay. It was, it didn't jump out at me. Um, like that. But glad to see him back performing. And, you know, I hope he's doing well mentally. Crowd seemed to receive him well, too. Of course they did. I mean, <laughs> people are going to forgive. Maxwell performed Lady in My Life. Yeah. Which I didn't, when they were going to do the tribute to Michael Jackson's 40th anniversary of Thriller, I did not think he was going to do Lady in My Life. Yeah. I thought he was going to do like. PYT or, you know, one of the hits. Right. I mean, Lady in My Life is a hit, but I was just it's like. Them, he's, but they announced that they said it's one of the album gems. And I was like, oh. huh? He's not performing Thriller, is he? Uh-huh. Like, what's he going to do? Love that performance. The mm-hmm. bedazzled outfit. Uh, oh, jacket. I, I, it was a tribute. You see the growth. That's, I was like, he's a legend now. Because 90s Maxwell would never come out no. with nothing that bejeweled. But it was like, he's earned, like, I wouldn't want to see him in nothing but that now. Like, you, right. you earned, like, you a king, bro. Love it. Yeah. Silk Sonic performed Love's Train. Um, they were great, Silk Anderson Sonic. Oh. Still wearing that wig. Uh, <laughs> Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran oh performed my. I've got to see from Ed Ireland. live after that. Mm-hmm. Performed Two Step, uh, which was on his... What's that at? Is that equal? Uh, division or equal? I'm not sure. Yeah, divided, but I don't know. Perform um, two step from his last album. That was really good. He we saw Florence he, and the Machine come out again. Like I haven't seen Florence and the Machine yeah, since the Dog Days was over. And Kendrick and Kendrick's uh, sample Florence too. Exactly. And, and Ed made that beat. Ed made that beat from scratch. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Burner Boy ended the show with Last Last. And Kilometer, which are two songs from his brand new album that's coming out in July. I can't even go into the depth of how much I love Burner Boy, but he is such Oof. a great performer. Like and Tony Braxton, guitar started, boy. I said, you got that clear, Burner Boy. I said, oh, you, she gave you this and over an Afro beat. Oh, turn this up. Did she did, and it works. And Diddy, you curated that show, brother. That's how you ended the show. Oh, he, you, you had the all the black awards. The black awards go first because you know that that's what people want to know. Mm-hmm. Even had um, bl- uh, 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 country people come in to present black awards. One was questionable. We'll talk about. It. We don't <laughs> have to get into. That. We don't have to. But um, had the had black people going and and presenting a non-black awards. It was great. My favorite part of the Billboard Award. Oh, hey, 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 Janet Jackson. Oh, coming out and honoring My Mary J. Blige with the 2022 Icon Award. I didn't know I needed this award show in my life, and it was exactly what I needed on Sunday. Mary. Oh, my God. We go off all the time about Mary J. Blige because of how great of an artist she is and how she's brought, like, so much emotion through her music. It was perfect. And just seeing her honored in every way is just well-deserved. 
Um, to have Diddy walk her up the stairs to receive the award. Diddy's always show. near Mary. I love that. I, I love I, the friendship they have. I feel like he was like, I'm executive producer. Oh, Mary's getting an icon award. Yes. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Her speech when she was like, don't try to cut me off. She, please. I got she a lot dropped, to say. She dropped gems. I throw it in our quote this week. Oh. Like, she, she's amazing. Well-deserved. That was the, my favorite part and of the The way that the, the audience board. received That's pretty Janet much why I watched too. it. That's pretty much why I watched it. I was like... Mary's gonna said, go what? Yeah, I didn't. I said what? <laughs> oh, I gotta watch. I'm I, watching this. Diddy's hosting. Okay, okay I'll watch it. And the other time, I don't really care for Billboard unless right. it's showing you one of my favorite artists. Um, and of course, some of our faves like Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion won awards as well. Doja Cat won for Best R and B Artist. This is why I don't watch the Billboard Awards. And usually. even she knew that she knew this should have went to summer walker or any other r&b artists who were in that same category Mm -hmm. um she still accepted it and she accepted the awards right nothing against her but it's nothing against her but it's just billboard y'all missed it and y'all just missed the mark like y'all y'all went over you nominated the right people but then through doja in there they never really respect the subgenres of hip-hop or, or, or R&B categories. And I don't know if they do that for any of the other ones, but it's just kind of really broad, mm-hmm. broad char- broad titles, broad categories. Right. And you put artists who aren't necessarily in that category just because they're in that. I mean, it's not say that Doja doesn't have any R&B songs. What's it called? She has, like, she's saying she has one or two, but she, she's she, not an R&B she's artist. She's not an R&B artist. She she's said that she's like, a rapper. Right. And she does make pop music. And she's very diverse. And I feel like Billboard was just like, ah, throw in Urban. And it's like, you can't just throw her in Urban because she's not just Urban. You can throw her in a hip-hop category. You can throw her in a pop category. But if you want to throw her in the main R&B category and say that here is your award because you deserve it, I think it's just... I didn't see not one Jasmine Sullivan nomination uh, at all. <laughs> no, because they're late, and that's and that's why I don't really watch Billboard. That's what just what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> on the way, listeners, what was your favorite moment from the Billboard Awards? Tweet us and on the way weekly, and let us know what you think. We're gonna go, and we'll be right back. We're back, and it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. What happened this week, Khalil? Well, this week we learned that one of the officers involved in the death of George Floyd, Thomas Lane, he pled guilty to the charge of aiding and abetting a second-degree manslaughter committed by uh, Derek Chauvin. Mm. He hasn't been sentenced yet, but the state is recommending that he receive three years and will serve that time in a federal prison. Um, hmm. He's, yeah, like. Because he, what is that? You killed somebody. Three years. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how. It's white privilege. Like, is that how it works everybody else? You kill somebody, get three years? It's not everybody else. It's privilege, but okay. And that's the point. 
that's how it should not be. Um, they said that he's he's scheduled for a sentencing on September the 21st for the state charges, according to the that just for the state charges. They I have, mean, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. I don't feel like they will they will never be like, like, what's the limit for justice when it comes to situations like oh, this? Oh, man, don't get me started. Like the sky. Oh, boy, don't you get me started on that. Yeah, man, no, no justice. Man. Because to, to, to see a murder happen that was filmed and we sat home during that time and we seen it. Which time are you talking about? 2020. And we wanted, ev- like, we, we literally watched. I didn't fully watch. I'm just saying, which time are you talking? You're talking about. Well, in this case in particular. I didn't fully watch um, because I didn't want to be too traumatized. The footage from the George Floyd um, killing. I couldn't. I could. I think I may have watched that once. Partially. And then I couldn't watch the whole thing because of because of my mental health. I don't think I could watch it actually until the trial, until they were showing it. And I was just like, okay. Couldn't even see that during then. Didn't even want to relive it or put myself in that space or for that to pop up in my dream somehow. But. To see something like that, to, to, to notice a murder, to notice the guilty, to no, it's just, why can't you just take accountability and say, hey, it's my fault, I did it, I deserve whatever treatment that I'm supposed well, to get. Well, that's what this guy's doing, but I'm just saying now that he's doing that, the, what he's getting is that justice. Is that he said I did it? I pled guilty, but they're giving him three years. Right, and I feel like that's just—it's—it's it's never enough. That's just—that's nothing. That's nothing. A man's life is gone. Right. It's not enough. I—I—if I was in that situation, I would have been like, "Really, judge? Just three? Times that by three hundred. Give me a life sentence." Because I was a part of that. Of course, I would never be in that situation. But I'm just saying, like... Are you saying he should step up and say, Judge, give me more yeah. time? Oh. Hell yeah. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> I mean, I know that's not going to happen. Yeah, But no. it's just like... No. It should, I think it also shouldn't... people don't have that guilt with them when, when situations like this happen to feel like, you know what? I don't put that on him. I don't put that on him. I put that on this the system. The that same too. system that will immediately... For if that was a black man, if that was a black man who was not a police officer, or if that was a black man who maybe was a police officer, but specifically if that was a black man, it wouldn't be a question of there wouldn't be no three years, It'd be a lot longer than that. Right. And um, you know, that's the that's the the inequality that's that's there, that's ever present that we see, but then they, but that is it's easily it's easy for people to for people in power to, uh. uh to um, deflect and not make us have to do anything to change that. And that's the thing that we've been, that's the same thing that people have been fighting for since the 60s, since before then, since we got mm-hmm. here, you know? It's just that inequality, that inequality there is, it's not even, it's just blatant now. It's blatant. Been so, that. Yeah. This week from our Queen Spotlight, I want to shine a beautiful light on Naomi Osaka. Um, so, for those of you who don't know, open your eyes. She's four-time Grand Slam champion, um, tennis champion, 
And she's actually leaving IMG and starting her own sports agency. Her contract ended, uh, it expired towards the end of 2021. And there were, the, the attempts to negotiate were unsuccessful. She's launching the agency called Evolve with her agent, Stuart Duguid. Um, that's been her agent from IMG who also left to work on Evolve. Oh, Naomi nice. says that she wants to spend her entire career doing things her way, even when people told her that it wasn't expected or traditional. Um, Evolve is the natural next step in my journey as both an athlete and businesswoman, as well as my way to continue being myself and doing things my own way. I know that's fucking right, Naomi. Um, I'm excited to see what this means like your own sports agency like hmm the goal is to grow her revenue from 50 million to 150 million annually so tennis will bring you there child you never lie <laughs> tell us tennis and that talent that you have will bring you there so congratulations queen on the way listeners what do you think the proper sentence for thomas lane should be Tweet us in On The Way Weekly and let us know. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. You. You don't need nobody else. Is you trying to see me later? Sending pictures from my phone and flooding up your day. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quote on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, I was ghetto fabulous, and I still am. So ghetto, so fabulous. People were threatened by that. Now everybody want to be ghetto fabulous. And now everybody want to be ghetto fabulous. So I picked this quote from Queen Mary J. Blige from her speech, um, accepting her Icon Award. And I thought of it in different ways. Like, when you are your original self, Mm -hmm. and that's how you've just been the whole time, Mm -hmm. if you've ever been, like, made fun of or mocked or anything like that, Soon, the same people that would, would, would mock you and make fun of you would imitate that same exact style later on. Mm-hmm. Like, it reminded me of, like, nostalgic days. Like, if something so silly. But, like, I remember wearing Vans in, like, sixth grade. And nobody oh, around me wore Vans. So everybody was just like, you, well, you skate now, you skate now. And I was like, wow, <laughs> these are just my sneakers. <laughs> they were rude. Fast oh, you skate forward. now? That's yeah. so rude. Middle like, school oh is so God. tough. It was very tough. Oh. Glad I got through that. But fast yeah. forward a few years later, now got my Vans on because they looked like sneakers came out. And now it was just like everybody had Vans. Exactly. And it's like, damn, like, weren't y'all? The thing is to stay through to your authentic self, mm-hmm. like through and through. And mm-hmm. not just because everyone's going to want to be like you, but because there's nobody like you. Yeah, go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that that's the, that's the lesson to stay true to yourself, no matter what the current trend is, no matter what's going on. You can indulge in trends. You know, don't be a dinosaur and 
act like, you know, the world isn't going on around you. You can figure that out. But don't abandon who you are. Mm -hmm. Grow, change, but don't abandon the things that you love about yourself that everybody else may see as odd because there will come a time when either somebody, whether the time comes or not, but more than likely there will come a time when somebody will be interested in some of the same things you are or that thing that was out of out of fashion or that wasn't popular that you're doing right uh, it will be it will, it'll come around and be it'll you'll be right where you need to be when it becomes trendy but specifically it really this really reminds me of the beauty of Mary J Blige which is I think why we why we love her mm-hmm. is because similar to Mary Jay-Z they found this ability to rem- to stay true to themselves no matter what like meaning that no matter what it is that they're going through they're going to write about it they're going to talk about it yes and that ability right there is what lets us uh connect to them with them as fans all the time because we're growing with them um as a fan base it's not we've seen them from the beginning to the end The, the, the the process is transparent and whether you're up or you're down or you're you're happy or you're sad, you're going to write about it and you're going to take us through that with you. And that, I think, is the essence of staying true to to yourself. It is. Yeah. <clears throat> well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L and on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash KXD Music. You can also find me on my website at KhalilDaniel.com. And all my music streaming on the Apple, Tidal, Spotify, and anywhere that you download or stream music. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. I don't have any fitness advice this week. My fit advice this week is stay hydrated, y'all. Don't neglect your water. Don't Don't neglect fruit. That, that has a lot of water, like, please stay hydrated, especially through times of weather changing. Like, remember to stay hydrated. is good for your skin. Um, take vitamins if you need to. And if you're not a vitamin taker, please make sure you are eating the proper things that are going to help flush and detox your body and really keep things flowing and moving. And for everything else you heard this week, you can find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash on the way pod. And on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way. You can also find us on YouTube for our weekly clips. You can also find us on Apple, Google Play, SoundCloud, and the Mocha Podcasts Network.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,